Hi, this is Royal Oaks, and this is the Royal Oaks Show. So folks are placing the crown on Hillary's head because of her strong performance in the Las Vegas debate. And she did do a good job. But setting aside the fact that it's pretty easy to put up a strong performance in a debate when you have no competition. I mean, this was even better than having no competition. She had an ally. You remember the defining moment of the debate when crotchety old Bernie Sanders decided to announce to the world that with respect to his competition, the person who stood between him and the nomination as to her single greatest liability, the single biggest possibility that he could somehow beat the odds and win the email scandal, he announced that Doggone it, he was sick and tired of hearing about Hillary's damned emails. Imagine Richard Nixon during the Watergate scandal. What if he was in a contest against another Republican who really wanted to win, you know, wasn't a mental patient? Can you imagine that Republican opponent saying, Doggone it, I'm sick and tired of hearing about those damned Watergate tapes. Let's talk about the issues. No, this wasn't the competition. It was a coronation. You had CNN softballs. You had Sanders love bombs. Picture Kobe Bryant playing a pickup game against some junior high school kids. Good junior high school kids, admittedly. Those roughly were the odds that Hillary faced. So the fact she rolled over them was to be expected. No big deal. It's nothing that should cause Joe Biden to call up his bundlers and say, well, guys, I thought maybe Hillary would have an attack of Tourette's and drop the F-bomb on national TV, but she didn't. So I guess that's it. Now, her performance in the debate was never the question about whether Joe Biden gets in. Joe Biden gets in if she gets indicted. Joe Biden gets in if the email scandal continues to produce information that causes the opinion polls in America to show that folks simply think she's not trustworthy. So from Joe's standpoint, you can let Hillary bask in the glow of the debate, sit back and wait for the drip, drip, drip of the emails and see what happens. It's a long way to Iowa. It's a long way to New Hampshire. A lot of people have been scratching their heads, though, wondering, how can Bernie Sanders make such a splash on the American political scene? He's a socialist. Well, you know, there's no real mystery about that. Bernie is making the universal appeal. It's based on biology, evolution, survival. It's a very smart political strategy. When you think about it in the big picture, human beings have been on the planet about two million years, according to the Internet. Now, That resulted in about 111 generations of human beings. Now, here's a quiz. What is it every single one of those generations, including the people who currently populate the Earth, have in common? They are survivors. They're winners of the survival lottery. People talk about the odds against being born, you know, given all the physiological stuff that goes on in the procreation process. Well, what about this? You're born. Then you somehow survive infancy. You're a kid. You survive to adulthood. You find a mate. You have a baby. Now multiply that times 111,000 times. That's the distillation of the survival instinct we have, whether it's skill or luck. Whatever produced you being here today is amazing. So humans are experts at surviving. So what is there to survival? Well, did these 111,000 generations survive because they believed in the Golden Rule or the Ten Commandments or the Constitution or, or local zoning rules? No. They survived because they did what it took to keep the line going. Bernie Sanders is a survivor. He panders and he plays on and he relies on the most basic human instincts when it comes to envy. The idea is that if somebody else has something you want, well, you just take it. That's what it's taken to survive. That's what it's been like for 111,000 generations. 
So Bernie Sanders' vision of economics and politics and sociology has nothing to do with freedom. But that's what's so amazing about the American experiment, which is so different from Bernie's vision. For over two centuries, America has revolutionized the way people look at politics and freedom. We created a situation that's unlike virtually every other country or civilization or society in the history of the world. Instead of the government consisting of tyrants who repress freedom, given all the wealth of the, and the power around the world, into the hands of a few tiny number of people or mob rule where people just take what they want, we came up with the idea that the rulers should be the servants of the people and the rules by which we all are governed are based on freedom, freedom to do whatever we want as long as we don't interfere with the rights of others. So in an economic and social sense, our founding fathers had the idea that the default setting should be everybody gets to do what they want to do until we interfere with the freedom of somebody else. If that happens, then we draw a line. So the next time you get all angry about Bernie Sanders and start tearing your hair out over his obsession with income inequality, just remember, it's no surprise. Bernie's just pandering to the worst instincts of 111,000 generations of humanity. He's pandering to a survival instinct. It takes hard work to make sure the rules of freedom continue to stay on the books. But, you know, the fight is worth fighting. So here at the Royal Oak Show, we don't just talk about politics and stuff. We talk about music as well. We want to come up with the top 50 songs of all time that are never going to make it on anybody's top 50 list. So to kick it off, let's travel back in time to a couple of decades, the 30s and the 60s. In the 1964 movie, Dr. Strangelove, if you're a fan, you'll remember there was a song that played over the final scenes depicting atomic explosions. The song was from 1939 by a British singer named Vera Lynn. From Dr. Strangelove, here's We'll Meet Again. We'll meet again don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. Keep smiling through, just like you always do. Drive the dark clouds far away So will you please say hello To the folks that I know Tell them I won't be long They'll be happy to know That as you saw me go I was singing this song Again, don't know where, don't know where. 